And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. You know, four is a very special number to me. The Four Horsemen, the Fantastic Four, and Episode Four of For the Pops. As always, I am Scotty Slade, and I am joined with my natural co-host, my Batman to Dick Grayson, Jamie J. Mikowski. We're here. It's four, and it's not even the new year yet. No, I'm, I'm very excited. I thought, I thought you were going to say, you know, that you were 411 as the last one. 411? I don't follow. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what? I am That's... not. I am a uh, stocking 5'7", uh, so it's... Uh, no In heels? Yes. Two for two. No. So, Jamie, it's uh, it's been two weeks since the, the last time we've aired. Anything fun and exciting happened to you since then? You know, I, I've actually I did some I did some business travel, but um, I'm back here now. I spent some time in Las Vegas for for one of my clients. Or lost wages, am I right? No, I actually won. You did. I actually won. I walked away with money. You were much better than um, Ricky Bent, one of my buddies, uh, Brian Fury, and I. We had gone down to Foxwoods, and uh, he decided to play a little blackjack. He sat down with thirty dollars. Half hour later, he's up five hundred bucks. All right. Yeah, and then suddenly the pit boss and three security guys are uh, surrounding the table. Apparently, the two guys to the right of Ricky, they were uh, not conceding. What's a what's it called when you just give up your hand in blackjack? Do you know like, what that like folding? Yeah, the, and you get half your, your wages back. Oh, is that like when you when you take the odds? Sure. Sure. Okay. I don't know what it's called. But th- so they were doing all weird plays. Yeah. And so they got pulled aside. They all were accused of counting cards, and they are forever banned. Including your buddy Ricky. Yes. So Ricky is now officially banned from playing Blackjack or Spanish 21 at Foxwoods for the rest of his life. If, Seriously. If he's caught playing a game, he's then going to be banned from the casino entirely. And if he goes back a third time, they arrest him on site. We were also really? updated saying that a few months ago, Foxwoods installed facial recognition software. So I've now he, that stuff. he's now going to have to try to put in a fake mustache just to get to the tables. And that's a strategy that I'm sure will work for him. Yeah. Just putting on a, putting, I just picture it like a snidely whiplash, like a real fake, you know, uh, dime store mustache. Well, the reason why I brought up Foxwoods is I heard that you had this Vegas story that you wanted to tell me. Well, ironically, like I said, I was in Vegas and uh, in my real life, I'm a consultant and I was out there for one of my clients. So on, on day two or three, I'm out there. My client says to me, hey, I want you to go check out this new warehouse that we're opening. All right, great. We hop in the car, go to this warehouse. We're kind of on the outskirts of Vegas. And we go into this building and he has, we have to like sign in, I show ID and we go through, somebody meets us and we go through security door one. Then we go through security door two. All of a sudden it opens up into this room and it's like a small warehouse with guns and assault weapons lining the building. Now, I'm going to pause the story to, to bring in our, our guest tonight. We have <laughs> just because she's getting super she's excited, getting super excited when I said a room full of guns. Uh, we have our, our good friend, Monique, Monique Pliakis. Now, Monique, you and I have known each other for about a decade. We have. Yes. We met through the old chaotic training center. I'll tell the story about you and I meeting another day. But Monique is also married to one of the greatest wrestlers in New England history. And I think Slade, you'd agree with me. She's not married to me. <laughs> the second greatest oh. wrestler. In New England wrestling history, uh, Alex Arian. So, hello, welcome, Monique. Hi, thank you for having me. So, sure enough, we uh, I walk into the room and it's full of guns. Like all these guns, <laughs> they're talking about banning. They're in here. All I can equate it to is like you know when James Bond goes to see Q and he's in the armory. That's you. That was me. Next thing you know, this guy he hands me a, 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 a pistol and he's like, "This is our Hold version." Hold on, of- sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I- I think you said this, but I need to ask again. Why are you in this room? Because what happened is in the same building, apparently, my client is renting part of a warehouse in this building, but he's friends with the gun guys. Okay. All right. So uh, I maybe didn't make that clear. So I apologize. No, high profile friends. Yep. So now I'm in the uh, now I'm in the gun room, and so they say to me, "Oh, here, check this one out." And they said, "This is our version of a Glock." So it's a nine millimeter. It's a gorgeous gun. He's like, now it has a double safety. It has a 
a trigger safety and it has a handle safety. You squeeze it this way. He's like, oh, do you like that? I said, yeah, that's really nice. He goes, oh, check this one out. Next one's made of blue steel. It's the European version. So now all of a sudden he says, oh, put that down. Here, hands, hands me an assault rifle. I mean, what kind of guns are we talking about here? Well, the, that, the, the first one's like a pistol. The yep. second, it's like a I massive, meant the assault rifle. Like, it, it was huge. I'll, I mean, I'll put a picture of a similar one up on, on the For the Pops website and okay. the, the Facebook page. But yeah, it was like a full-on assault weapon. And he's like, and they, they weren't loaded, thank God, because I, I would have shot myself in the <laughs> foot. But he's like, now, now press this button on top. It had a big spotlight on it. So if you're in a nighttime situation, you can see. He's like, now flip the switch the other way. The light goes off. He's like, isn't that cool? Like, yeah, you turned the light off. He goes, no, no, if you were wearing night vision goggles, now that would be projecting so only you could see. So they need to add that to Call of Duty. So, no, I get handed gun after gun. About three guns later, he's like, yeah, we had special made that one. He said, that one's worth about $35,000. I'm like, all right, put the gun down. Now, that's just the lead into my story. So now I have another appointment downtown. So I'm talking to this guy and, and his assistant who's there. And I said, all right, I'm going to call an Uber to head back to the strip. I have a meeting down there. And they said, oh, no. This guy, they said, Zane will take you. And Zane. Zane. They said, Zane will take you. And I'm like, all right, great. So I go out there. And sure enough, there's Zane. We hop into Zane's SUV and we take off. And we're heading toward the strip. And so finally, I'm like, okay, I'm really confused, man. I said, I kind of understand what's happening with the warehouse. I said, so, you know, Zane, what do you do at the company? And he goes, oh, I'm Mr. So-and-so's personal security. I go, excuse me? He goes, he gives me his history, like Delta Force, former military, Homeland Security, and now he's my driver. I said, oh, all right. And he goes, yeah, and I've been assigned to you today and tomorrow. Well, that's right. Jamie so, Jamikowski yeah. had his own personal security oh, guard God. in Las Vegas. And a regular how many system. guns did you get me for Christmas? It's not Christmas yet, but, you know, once You're right, I, it's, it's not. And the great news <laughs> is Monique lives in New Hampshire, so it's legal for me to probably send you a gun. Live free or die, baby. I can send it to you, know, UPS or in a... In a, in yeah, a yes, yeah. UPS goes right through Brian Fury. Yeah. You got nothing to worry about. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I told my wife and my daughter this story. And, of course, my wife, my wife would, you and... Uh, Cheryl get along great, Monique, because <laughs> I, I yeah, Monique's in the room. I forget my wife's name. Uh, um, this is uncomfortable. You, uh, and uh, what's the uh. wife? Uh, what's her name? But uh, you and Cheryl would get along because Cheryl loves guns too. What? So she was all excited. She says to me, oh, "Now, do you guys own a gun? We do not right now. Right now? So right now? Okay. That, was that pending? So, yes. Or did used to pending? Oh, okay. The Jamikowskis are going to have to come up to New Hampshire with the Pleiakuses, and we're going to have to go shooting. We will do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. We're going to get licensed. We're actually going to take one of those courses. We got the thing on Groupon. We're going to get licensed. Because, <laughs> yes, when I think uh, gun savings, Groupon comes to save the day. Well, you know, you, you got to save where you can. That, that's that's what you do. But uh, but so, yes, and I'm all excited. So my wife's reaction was, oh, you you bastard. You're so lucky. You got to check out all these guns. And when I was talking to Zane, he's like, oh, yeah, next time you come out, his private security for him is like, oh, yeah, we have a private range. You can shoot whatever you want. So Cheryl and I are going to go back out there. I told my daughter the same story, and she's staring at me. And she goes, so let me get this straight. Your client brought you to a warehouse in the middle of the desert, showed you a bunch of guns, and told you to get into a car with a guy named Zane. Did it never occur to you they were going to kill you? <laughs> I'm glad that your daughter is the only rhyme of reason, when it comes, voice of reason when it comes to the story. So yeah, so that's what I did since... But since what you need to tell your daughter is Batman fears no oh, such I, character. No, I, I, that never crossed my mind that I was going to be, that I was being killed. Sounds an awfully lot like Bane. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you, know, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to introduce another new member of the For the Pops team. This is our new sound engineer, Tony. Uh, Tony, say hello again. Hello. Again. Yay, Tony! Hell of a job. We hired him for his skill, not his personality, apparently. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> But uh, but we're hoping Tony's going to become a regular part of the team. Uh, Tony's kind of doing a test run tonight. He's going to be with us for a few episodes. Uh, the only thing we're still negotiating on is Tony's salary. He has to make t one of two choices, either half of mine or twice of Scotty Slade's, whichever's more. So well, Twice of mine is just my chaotic check. So when you guys see that, you'll know exactly what that's supposed Speaking to be. Speaking of in. which, I need to give you an invoice for your chaotic career. You still owe us a few dollars oh, God. for all the checks we wrote. <laughs> So it sounds like we're going to have a great show tonight. You've got me and Scotty back. You've got our new engineer, Tony. And, of course, we've got our special guest, Monique, who will add a, a female perspective to the show, not necessarily based on what she said so far about gun safety <laughs> and her feelings uh. on things. Something tells me um, she'll have her own special perspective. I am a special kind of lady. Yes, you are. Now, now, you've known Monique for a while, correct? 
Yes, to the point that I can't even pinpoint when I first met her. That's how long I've known her. So, Right. So, I mean, it's great because this is the first time we will have a female perspective. Monique, tell us a little bit about you. Well, we tell- did have Crockett on last time. That's true. Uh, you know, Crockett, he's just <laughs> scintillating as always. Just sits at as, home and plays with cats. So, I mean, that's true. The, the, but they're like his kids. So That's, that's true. So, so, Monique, tell us a little bit about you. Tell, tell the people listening about you, your background, your family. Sure. Thank you. Well, um, I am married to probably the most incredible man in the world, my husband, Alex, who I love and adore. And we have three beautiful children. We're actually a bit of a blended family. So I am... How old are your children? My oldest is 10. And that's Declan. My middle (laughs) is three. (laughs) Jamie's giving me the look. I did the math before we started. So my youngest is eight months. He's eight months. Is he going to be eight months come time that this airs? See, that parallel timeline he just will screws be nine people up. We're recording this a 11th. week early this time. This yes. isn't a t- parallel so, timeline. <laughs> he will be eight months still, yes. So, yes. But I had to count it up before because I do forget, as you did last time, or was it the time before the, that you forgot? I don't ever forget. I was all within a month. You misplaced her age. Yes. And it happens. It happens to parents, the lack of sleep. We get tired. Math doesn't. It shouldn't matter. You have three, though. He has one. This should be easy for him to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Six months. Nailed it. Nailed it. Parenting. Yeah. Yes. Well, Slade, why don't we tell everybody what we have coming up for tonight now that we have Tony Monique joining us? Well, so because we got Monique with us, a little bit of a different approach, but we're going to come back. We're going to be talking about, you know, holiday shopping, online versus store buying. Uh, We're going to kind of go through some of the, the hot items right now for Christmas. And, you know, to get a woman's perspective on what men should get for their significant others, their daughters, uh, any woman in their family. And then when we... <laughs> firearms. They should get them firearms. firearms. Handgun, light and, Weaponry. light and unique. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, uh, <clears throat> later on the show, we'll talk about the Nia Jax uh, controversy. Uh, there's been a lot of um, comments made about uh, body shaming going on in the back uh, backstage area. So we're going to touch on that for a little bit. And then what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up the show like we always do with the For the Pops Pop Quiz, where I'm going to make a valiant return like a rising phoenix and take my title back. No. No, you're not. Alex, Alex, if you're listening, I apologize. (laughs) I'm going to beat your wife in the quiz. So, Wow. (laughs) So all that and more when we come back with more For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. I'm DC Matthews, the Pope of Positivity. And I'm Doc Manson, the only actual doctor talking about wrestling on the entire internet. At least until facts prove otherwise. And each weekend on the NAI Network, DC and Doc talk. We might talk about wrestling, but we probably won't. Maybe I'll just eat a bowl of cereal for 30 minutes. Live, on the air. It's entirely possible. It's happened before. Check out DC and Doc talk every weekend on the NAI Network. You know the New Age Inside Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. It's the most wonderful time of the so we are roughly three, maybe three and a half weeks away from Christmas when this airs. Uh, maybe four. You love when I play this parallel line game. I see it in your eyes every time. I don't, know, I don't understand why we have this big calendar <laughs> that tells us what dates these are going on. These are going to be dropping on the NAI Pop Network. Look, just like SmackDown, I don't like how when it was pre-recorded they would pretend that it was live. I just, you know, it's it's fine. We we, we crime fight on the days that this drops, and we record on other days. I literally have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So can we get into <laughs> can we get into segment two, please? Because anyway, when it comes to segment two, we're talking about holiday shopping and a hot topic that goes on, and it happens every year, at least between me and my friends, is whether or not to do all of your shopping online 
or if it's all that brick and mortar style and it's going into the stores itself to get those holiday items. Jamie, do you have any opinion when it comes to something like this? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were like, I was hoping that intro would be a little bit longer. <laughs> I was really thought Monique was going to go first, but thanks. Thanks for throwing it to me. I'm actually a store shopper. Really? I, I prefer going to stores. I, Is that because of the age? What? <laughs> no, Wait, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's I not a shot at you. Up there and go, go buy my presents <laughs> at the five and dime. What do you mean because of the age? Well, I didn't. I just didn't know if like online shopping in, intimidated you. No, no, I, no, I know how to use them new computers, Scotty. I just got me a Texas Instruments <laughs> TI-38. It's, it, what is wrong with you? Not the best thing to come back after you talked about guns and being in a room and being <laughs> escorted around by Zane. Yeah, wait till I get my, wait till I get my handgun permit for, for this state. Uh-oh. So, Monique, since you're our guest, what are your shopping habits? I'm a little bit of both, actually. Um I I like to I like tangible things. Um, when I'm looking for clothes, I want to be able to feel it, touch it, see what it's like. If I'm looking at toys for the kids, for the most part, I want to play with it a little bit, see if it will last. Because my kids like to break everything, anything that says it cannot be broken, they see that as a challenge, and they will break it. So I do like to feel things, see things for myself. With that said, I don't like going out. I don't like leaving the house. So if I can shop online, I will. See, I like the whole Christmas time in the malls. I love malls at Christmas. I love the decorations. I love the music. I love Santa. I love the people. Uh, So I I prefer. I was hoping when we walked into this that you'd be very online heavy. Why? Because I'm going to pretty much just agree with you. See, like in one of my favorite movies, Jingle All the Way. Oh, Lord. Great movie. Oh, fantastic movie. See, when it comes to like online, it, like for me, like Christmas time is like going out, going in the experience, the malls. If you ever watched Eight Crazy Nights and the, the old man that's like, this is the happiest seizure of my Never life. Never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> what do you want, Stone? But anyway. The- if you ever watched a good holiday movie in <laughs> your do you life. What you mean? Any of them. Any, have you ever watched a good holiday movie in your life? <sighs> yeah, Die Hard. All right, enough. Great, <laughs> Great holiday movie. Not a holiday movie. And Lethal Weapon. Sure. Stop it, both of you. Um, but no, it's it's something about the holidays, being able to go out with the, your friends and family and shop for one another, uh, especially with the way that the, the Christmas music blares through the mall, the way that they set the stores up. And what's awesome about going in person rather than online is when you find that item that you've been searching for, the, the, the HTF, the hard to find, there's some sense of accomplishment. Online, you can find anything. Literally anything. It takes it all out. You could do your Christmas shopping literally in one night, and then you're done. Now, do either of you go out to a mall, go shop live, find what you're looking for, take a picture, then go home and order it online? No. What I will actually do is look it up online to see if it's cheaper in the store or if it's cheaper through Amazon or wherever online. Who has the better deal? See, I do that all the time. I'll, I'll go find something, find what I'm looking for, take a picture, then order it online. Why take a picture? Well, because that way you, you don't have you don't have to like how are you can remember what you had. I don't need to take photos of multiple items to remember them. When you go when you, do you make a list? Do you, when you go grocery shopping, do you have photos of no, grapes? You know what? You know what? Smartass, you know what? Smartass. I've been nice for three of these damn episodes oh, with you. On. Now, now, Monique, I'm going to turn to you because I have a wife and a daughter. Uh-huh. A lot of their gifts revolve around clothing. Yes, and a black blouse. By we'll say uh, Donna Crown, we'll say DKNY. Okay, okay. A, a black DKNY blouse. Mm-hmm. You can see it in a store. Then when you go online and you put in black DKNY blouse, thirty different ones are going to come up. The only way you're going to know which one you were purchasing is to take a picture. So, so why wouldn't you just get it right then and there? Because you might be able to get a better deal online. There's free shipping. I get shipped to my office. My assistant wraps it for me. It's just better doing it that way. You could absolutely get your assistant wrap it for you if you I brought just, it into I, the I office. Just do free it that shipping. Way. Or you can have it from the store and put it in your car. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of times I'm just telling you what I do. It is like, like waiting in line. Oh. Now, as versus, because we spend, I spend the majority of my, ho- my, my Christmases I spend in Hawaii. There, what I have to do <laughs> is... <laughs> All right, here we go. Thank you. There's the Jamie theme song. Tony getting on board with the For the Pops podcast. But there, I do have to buy the stuff there because you can't get it shipped in time uh, to Hawaii on Amazon. Now, when you shop, now that we're bringing up Hawaii, 
So when you shop in Hawaii, do you do like the the commercial places? Or are you more of a local local shop kind of guy? See, here's the myth about Hawaii. Hawaii is just like any other like city in America now. Like there's a Walmart. There's a, I do my tar- yeah. uh, Target, uh, TJ Maxx. So you don't go in like the back alleys where they sell like uh, seashell necklaces or anything like that. I'm not buying gremlins. I'm not going there. By, uh, you know, I'm not meeting some Japanese guy in an alley who sells, sells me a little pet that I can't feed after midnight. You jackass! Good lord! Some of those stores are look. I, I've been to Hawaii as well. Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii as well. So like, I know some of the shops that are down there. I'm not completely turning a blind eye to them. They're not all commercial. No, for the most part, our, my, our gifts we buy from, from the, the mainstream right, stores. We, we do buy some. We do try to buy local. All right. All right. Fair enough. And so also what I had brought to the table for, for this show um, is I kind of went through Amazon, and Amazon has like their top purchase list. This is stuff that's hitting the top of the charts. The reason why I'm so excited is what is the number one game being sold right now, and I okay. don't know if you know what that is by the title. I can't wait for you to, to go through these. So the top game right now is a game called What Do You Meme, which I actually brought to the Fury household to play. So what it is is you guys have played Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Okay, thank God. Okay. So it's Cards Against Humanity, but what it is is it actually takes some of the most world-famous internet memes that are floating around, but they're blank. And what you're dealt is key phrases that this way you can attach to the meme. So it's essentially Words Against Humanity by using popular internet. Don't make that face. It's hilarious. I, Gee, this sounds like a <laughs> night of fun. Oh, my God. Maybe you should come over for a Brian Fury game night, and maybe we, we can play it, and you'll see how much of a uh, knee slapper it is. Hey, Monique, could you join us that night uh, at the Fury household when we play, what is this called? What do you meme? What do you meme? I just need you to bring one thing. Can, can you bring that gun you talked about oh earlier? Oh, absolutely. And, and shoot me with it. Oh, no. Rather than doing this. I'm sorry. What, what would you prefer to play at a game night? <laughs> I don't know. I would, Monopoly, <laughs> the game of life. I like Monopoly. <laughs> I win it both. Oh no! Do you know hungry, we, hungry hippos. Yeah. Now I don't know. You brought up Monopoly. Do you know we can't play Monopoly in my house? Why is that? Oh boy, it just it leads to crying. Family members not speaking to each other for days. <laughs> oh, we get vicious. We are we are incredibly, incredibly uh, competitive when it comes to Monopoly. The Jamikowskis cutthroat at a game revolving around money I and mean, domination. You know who the worst <laughs> is? My father. I remember I was like in fifth or sixth grade and we played Monopoly. I was reduced to tears, sobbing, because my father made me feel so guilty about um, about not making a trade with him. Well, so I'll ask that Wait, quick. Monique's giving me a look. What? What's the matter? That's horrible. It's actually fantastic. It builds character. Look at He's look the at, man he is today because of Monopoly. Hey, my, my psychiatrist says that helped build my character. <laughs> there you go. Do you make house rules? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm fascinated because we play Monopoly all the time. Like, do you do immunity? Do you do... What, what's immunity? You don't know what immunity is? We may just have another phrase, another oh, oh, oh. term for it. So immunity would be as if I traded you um, wait, wait. To, to get a Monopoly, I get immunity for the first two times I land on yes, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to pay you yes. a dime. Yeah. We, we would call we I think we would call that like a free ride or something like oh, that. Right. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. check out the place. You know, check out the rooms. It's nice. Well, if you go online, I know there's actually this whole thing about like the actual monopoly rules. Like if you decide not to buy a property, it goes up for it auction. It goes up for auction. Oh, so we yeah. don't play with that rule. No, we do that too. No. It it speeds up the beginning process. So we got a little off track. What are some of the other sorry, big sorry, Amazon? I, the the problem is when I heard Monopoly, I got very excited. Um <clears throat> so then the the next bit is movies. Yeah. This will be no surprise, especially to you, Jamie. The, the number one movie right now on Amazon is Wonder Woman, which I'm surprised it was not Batman versus Superman. Stop it. Uh, Did you see Wonder Woman, Monique? No, I have not. Really? We do not leave the house a lot. I'm going to be honest. So you guys should be... Wait, wait. wait. Can we rewind for a second? Yes. Now, Monique, I, I need you to lean into the mic so everybody can hear you. Um, you don't leave the house a lot. No. Uh, what company does your, your husband work for? Comcast. Comcast. Now, I'm pretty sure Comcast make, makes these little uh, these gimmicks that hook up to your TV, right? Yeah. And you know what you can do? You can press a button and watch any movie under the sun. We wait without- for it to be free. We don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no perks for him. Does he get like free? No. Does he get immunity like monopoly <laughs> yeah. immunity? Get a free, free ride? Or- no, nothing. No, no immunity. Um, no, we're cheap. 
and we, uh, well, I don't like to spend a lot of money, so he'll he'll spoil the kids with whatever. But I was gonna say you need to change that pronoun when you said we are cheap. I think that's the wrong pronoun. <laughs> I'm cheap, and so I wait for it to either be out on Netflix or on HBO or Showtime or one of those channels. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I thought you said you were trying to save money. Look at all those special channels you got. Well, those are included in his discount. I gotta make my six month old okay, so coat hanger his, to get just uh, the football games. There's there's his deal. He gets the premium channels free oh. or discounted. No, discounted. Discounted. She got offended by that. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's, it's not discounted. Free. <laughs> Fair enough. But you gotta check out Wonder Woman. You of all people should watch know, this movie. Best best superhero movie. Yeah, and, in years. And then to roll into the next one, if you don't want to go through uh, Com- Comcast, you can always go through the top-selling electronic device, and that's the Fire Stick through Amazon. Uh, and then I'll quickly go down the rest. Uh, video games, we've got Mario Odyssey with Xbox One right behind it. And then the CDs, we've got Reputation by Taylor Swift, something I can openly admit I have no idea what's on there, followed up by Frozen Karaoke. Both are trash. What do you, what do you mean, both are what trash? Both are trash. Uh, Stop it, Tony. Who doesn't love T-Swift? Stop it. T-Sizzle. Have you heard her new stuff? I I have not. You know what? Haters going to hate, hate, hate. Oh, my God. No, the I'm Too Sexy guy sued her or something because she ripped off his song. He's getting, like, production credits. Right Side Fred sued her? I think so. I don't know taking, his name. Taking all the the happening to all you people? I'm in the music biz. Nobody can hate. Nobody can hate on T-Swift. If I have one life goal. I'd want to be part of T Swift squad. I really would. I I will fully endorse that. Me and Zane, Zane and I, we're gonna we're gonna join T Swift squad. I will say, Slade, when you sent me this list earlier, and you know, and I saw, what do you mean? You skipped over the books. Um, with well, the, what the is books? It? Giraffe can't dance. So the the problem was giraffe can't dance was like the backup. Uh, it's this, it's it ranks second. Um, it's it's a children's book. It's just a generic children's book. But I was more upset because I was hoping that the number one book would change. But literally what Amazon, which started off as a book-selling company, sure. is telling us that the number one seller right now is a cookbook for a pressure cooker. Do you have Do you have an Instapot yet, Monique? No. Okay, look. We're not being sponsored by them. I would love to be because if I could get <laughs> free Instapot swag, I'd be so happy. The Instapot is the greatest invention on the face of the earth. It's a combination crockpot and pressure cooker. So you can make like you can take raw chicken, uh, frozen chicken raw, throw it in there for about about twenty minutes to heat up. You pop it in there for about forty minutes to an hour, cooks it through, safe to eat. You can make stews like you can make a beef stew, which normally Monique, I don't know if you do you make beef stew every week, just about. So when you make a beef stew, mm-hmm. like you know you put it, have to put it in a crock pot and it has to sit for all day, all day, an hour and change mm. in the in the instapot. So can you? Do they have Twitter? You should tweet at them and see if they You're can hook you get, up. I can't wait. This till, is great. Can't wait till every segment somehow spills into. Do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? <laughs> I was drinking a cool, refreshing <laughs> Coke Zero Sugar. But no, that's a great idea. I'm, I'm going to tweet the Instapot people to tell them. I think if if anybody's out there shopping for the holidays and Christmas, buy an Instapot. And for those people, Instapot and on Twitter, I want a free sample of that. So you can tweet me at underscore Monique Giselle, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-G-I-S-E-L-E underscore, and send me one. I'll give you my address. Well, since we're talking about buying stuff, okay, this yep. show is for the pops, okay? So it is it is a show for guys that can kind of Come and listen about wrestling and everything under the sun. But you know what? We sometimes need help. And so what I was hoping was even if it's just a, it's a minute detail, but Monique, is there any sort of tidbits, any sort of direction that you can give us guys on what to buy our wives, our daughters, our grandmothers, our mothers, our significant others, any woman in our life when it comes to the holidays? I think a good sturdy apron is important. Holy shit. <laughs> and, you know, if you're, the women in your life cook as much as I do, oh my God. <laughs> a brand new pot and pan set. And I'm talking about the nice kind. No? No, no, no. That's good. Uh, Keep going. I, no. gotta, I gotta mark this down. But, um, Honey, Monique, she told me while she was <laughs> apparently cooking naked that we need to buy pots and a firm, a very firm uh, apron. That's what she <laughs> You need a good apron. You need something that's not going to unravel. It's going to get messy. <laughs> when your husband tears it off you, you want it. <laughs> okay. 
you don't want it falling apart. Um, I think what's important is you need to listen to the women in your life and it's, they're not going to, they don't always flat out say, I want this. They'll drop hints. They're going to say, oh, oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was watching that Tiffany's commercial or whatever it was. They'll, They'll drop little hints that way. If they're ignoring you and paying attention to something on TV, what are they paying attention to? Is it something they might want? If you're at a store, you're shopping, it's Christmas time and Oh, they, I just want to go in the store for a minute. Why do they want to go in the store? What is it they want to look at? Try to pay attention to the things that they would like. Monique, I know what? it's difficult paying attention to the important women in your life, but try. Well, you know, Scotty and I, we are justifiably a little distracted tonight now, um, thanks to you. What about gift cards? What's your opinion on, on gift cards? Uh, um, I love them, but I'm I'm the kind of person when I get a card for somebody, I can spend an hour choosing out the card because it has to be the right card. I'm just a very thoughtful kind of person and gift cards to me say, I didn't really put a lot of thought into this, uh, but they're practical and people do like them because they can use it for whatever they want. So I think you have to gauge the person and are they somebody who would feel like, okay, this is perfect. I can use this. Great. Thank you. Or are they a little more sentimental? And would they get offended by that? So at least by the sounds of it, fellas, if you've been listening, because, you know, (laughs) it's tough to pay attention. Anyway, no on gift cards. But you know what? Listen to the special lady in your life. And so when she says, honey, I can't believe you get to walk into a room full of guns. I think you know what to get them. Mm -hmm. Bass Pro Shop having sales. (laughs) So... So we'll have to tweet Instapot yeah. and Bass Pro Shop. Love uh, Bass for, Pro Shop. For pressure cookers. <laughs> and at Zane or underscore. If you, you want to save, life. I mean, it'll cost more in the long run, but if you want to try to save some money, be like, honey, I'm going to make you a baby tonight. Merry Christmas. Woo. Hey, when we come back on For the Pops, uh, it's going to be me. It's going to be Scotty Slade. We've got we've got Monique with joining us tonight, who this has been eye-opening. Um, Monique, I can tell you right now, I know we're only about halfway through the show. Uh, you're you 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 you're just killing it as our guest. Be, sure and hell beats the hell out of Michael Crockett. <laughs> so again, when we come back, uh, interesting story happened uh, earlier this week with Nia Jax in uh, WWE. Some comments that were made online, uh, and it seems to be uh, shedding some light on what's happening backstage in WWE. You are listening to For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out i'm anthony de stefano i'm glenn rodriguez i'm phil cataldo what do we know about wrestling we don't just know wrestling we live it every week the fans on social media disrespect each other welcome to the consequences WWE, New Japan, the Indies, we're talking about all of you. We shield wrestling fans from injustice. Every Friday. On the NAI Wrestling Network. The Hounds are here. Anthony DeStefano. Glenn Rodriguez. Phil Cataldo. This This is Rant with with Fan. Welcome back. You are listening to For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Jamie Jamikowski, joined, as always, by Scotty Slade. And we have our special guest tonight, our good friend Monique, who's joining us. Uh, my favorite hashtag of the week was, I think you wrote, what was it, Mom for the Pops? No, it was Mom on the Pops. Mom on the Pops. Yeah. Which, now that we've been working with you for about 40 minutes, that has a whole new meaning to so many of us here in the <laughs> studio and those of us, those people listening. You know, Monique, something interesting happened this week online. Uh, WWE superstar Nia Jax uh, made an Instagram post that seemed to shine a little bit of light on some of the backstage happenings uh, in WWE. 
And it really kind of ties with it ties in with a lot of things that are in the news right now with body image and body shaming. Um, Slade, I think you have the actual post. Yeah. And so it's a photo of Nia Jax running on a treadmill. And she posted this, so this is not like third party. So she posted it and it said the following. It said, in this line of work and with the world of social media, I am subjected to body shaming and it's something I've accepted. It sucks when you get it in your own backyard around people you're changing in front of and trust with your body. I am a healthy, bigger woman. I love my body. Body shaming is wrong. I hope every person struggling with their body, whatever shape or size you are, do not allow someone to shame their perfectly beautiful body. Hashtag spread love. And the reason why this is such a big deal is uh, when she made her debut, there was clearly you've got your internet trolls. You've got people that kind of hide behind computer screens that kind of poke fun or uh, bring light to what doesn't fit the norm. But what she was implying here and what rumors are starting to spread is that she's starting to get this inside the WWE locker room backstage as well, uh, which kind of raises the question, which is kind of why we decided to bring this topic on. And as Monique, as a woman who's been a integral part in professional wrestling, who has taken a multitude of hours to get into this business, um, do you have any sort of uh, stories perspective or anything of that nature where either you or you are witness to uh, body shaming uh, within wrestling? Oh, absolutely. And, and first off, I want to say um, Naya is gorgeous. She is so beautiful. And I look at her and I don't think, oh, you know, what a heifer. I, I think she's amazing. And I think people really need to to give her her props because they are due. When it comes to being a woman in wrestling, it is difficult. When I first started at the Chaotic Training Center, I was the only girl training at the time. Um, Some people came on in between, um, but for the most part, I was the only girl there. I had a baby just a year before, and I started trying to get in shape before I started going to the school to prepare myself. And a, a little funny story. So Brian Malonis, you may know, uh, from Chaotic Wrestling. He's also the co-host of the wrestling podcast about nothing. You can also hear that on the NAI Wrestling Network, but continue. Thank you. The Kingpin. Yes, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Um, one day we were talking in the locker room. I, I want to say it was at a show in Lawrence. And he was talking about, you know, how I had lost weight and from when I first started at Chaotic. And he goes, yeah, you're a little bit of a bigger girl then. Now, granted, I had had a baby, which, yeah, you put on some weight. But that really surprised me. It kind of hurt a little bit because I never thought of myself as a bigger girl. Uh, I was working out. I was lifting weights before I came to Chaotic. And it it just kind of shocked me. And I thought, yo, man, look at yourself. You want to talk. And I think I might have said that to him. And I I just want to say. You probably did. I just want to say I adore Brian Malonis. I love him. I love his family. So I'm not trying to start any beef or anything. Um, But no, it it, kind of surprised me. And then I I, I think I became a little more conscious of, oh, okay. um, I guess my weight is noticeable. But on the other hand, um, Alex and I, uh, it was after we, we got married, we started working out every day. We were eating super clean. I lost a lot of weight. And I'm sure, Jamie, you remember seeing me. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I lost a lot of weight. Um, and I couldn't win it that way. It's either you're too heavy or you're too skinny. I would have people say, Monique, what are you eating? Are you eating? You're too skinny. You need to eat something. You're losing too much weight. I had a coworker try to sit me down and have an intervention because she thought I had an eating disorder. And it's really hard because it feels like no matter what you do, you can't win. You can never be perfect. If, you know, you look at the women who are out there wrestling now and they're gorgeous and you can tell they lift weights, they're in shape, but they might not be super lean. And we're so judgmental that we look at them and we say, oh, well, she's not lean enough. So she looks a little heavier than she should. And we judge people like that. But then you have somebody like Kevin Owens who can go out, you know, not really being quote unquote in shape, going out in a t-shirt and he's okay. I know he's gotten, you know, people give him a hard time, but not like the women do. It's really hard for women. I actually think uh, Monique brings up a really good point in general. Do you find there was a double standard in wrestling? For, Absolutely. 
for women versus men. Absolutely. But now, Slade, I'm going to look at you for a minute because I think in some ways that double standard works in two directions. I think I can look at you and we can honestly say that oftentimes women in wrestling are given opportunities before men in wrestling because of their looks. I think you and I can both speak to people that we've seen or even perhaps some people that we know who get roles on shows, who have featured roles in wrestling promotions because they are an attractive female who maybe if they were a guy with the same level of ability and same time and experience, they wouldn't be in that spot. Yeah, and so I'm listening to all this, and I'm going to take the the not-so-attractive route because here's here's the reality of it. No, so the I guess that when I looked at this, my question first off was, on in a closed situation, yes, right? Maybe she feels this way. the The question that I have is: Is this somebody that potentially may be taking feedback and allowing stuff that she may have heard outside of wrestling and combining the two worlds? Here's here's what. Follow me on this. Just follow me on this. If she was to be getting body shamed outside of wrestling. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's not right by any means. But in a business that can be very aesthetic, okay, don't roll your eyes. Just f- I'm 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 letting you finish. Okay, in a business that can be very aesthetic, and if for whatever reason, if somebody decided to go up to her to give her feedback, we don't know who these parties are just yet. Okay, we don't. We don't know what parties are doing no. it yet. All right, if this is trainers, if this is uh, agents, if this is higher ups, things of that nature. Um, I don't know if she's taking this in the wrong direction. Uh, oftentimes, as you pointed out, that sometimes based, based on physical attributes, both male and female, people get overextensions on spots. This could just be something along the lines where because of her size, she was getting put in a position and built towards a certain direction. When she came on, I don't know her exact weight when she came on. But if she's trying to drop weight, and they, they're trying to tell her if they're trying to lead her in a certain direction not to drop said weight, then yes, in theory, that could be body shaming as well. Okay, Monique, can you please jump in and share with my good friend and co-host, Scotty Slade, can you try to dispel this rumor that he, that this, this weird warped vision he has that in, in this situation, that it, the, a female locker room, you're making it sound like it's all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows and everything. I'm not That's saying wonderful. it's that at all. The way I read her tweet, I seem to feel like that is coming from peers. That is coming from women she is with and around every day. That's how, I mean, and again, I'm not her. Maybe it's coming off that way. It's not true, but it, it does feel like it's the people she's working directly with. And that it's got to be so hard because... Everyone, every woman in wrestling, it's like you're building your character. And you said, well, if, you know, she's a bigger girl, she's got to use that to her advantage. And it's almost, well, then she's in a no-win situation. If, you know, what she needs to do to to stay to where where she's at, she needs to, you know, keep the weight on, be a little bit heavier to stand out. Well, she can't win. She's in a no-win situation. And that's unfair. And and honestly, the, you know, sometimes people just need to mind their own business. So, like... You mentioned Kevin Owens, who did get a lot of slack uh, due to his size when he came in. I don't know if you've seen photos of Kevin Owens when he was thinner, um, but unfortunately the thin look is not for him. And I'm not trying to gear people towards a lifestyle that they might not be uh, for or things of that nature. Um, Okay, what about Yokozuna? Did anyone body shame him? Oh, I have no idea. No, more than likely you're hitting the nail on the head. No. Because that was an accepted character. Mm-hmm. And it was an accepted trait of his. He was just a really big guy. You know, he can go through all the Samoans. Yes, uh, you don't even have to go that big. Just somebody like Bam Bam Bigelow. Sure. But if Bam Bam Bigelow started to drop weight, do you think somebody would say something to him? What about one of my favorite wrestlers, the big boss man? I, I, if you've watched him over his career, he, he went through not a lot, but points where he's a little heavier. Not as heavy. kind of slimmed down slightly. But... Nobody really says, oh, he dropped about 10 pounds. Look at him. You look great. It's still the big boss man. Nobody cares. He's still doing his job. Jamie, you're going to have to help me with this reference because I'm terrible. Uh, Who was the Japanese female wrestler that took on Medusa? She had, like, the hair. Bull Nakano? Is that her name? I'm terrible. It was Bull Nakano. 
again, she's somebody that because of her size was in a good position. If she had dropped weight, I don't know if she'd be booked. But I think Monique makes a good point. And I know we've talked about the Divas Revolution and all this this stuff. I think, I mean, just, just to be clear, I, I before, think, you, before you go, just be clear. What? My angle on this is that she may be putting overemphasis on trying to get in better shape. My point being is that she needs to accept the size that she is and not try to change see, that. I think Monique makes a better point that in wrestling, whether as, and I will speak for myself because I did it for eight close to 18 years, promoters and fans there's an unfair double unfair double standard that a larger woman in wrestling is treated as more of a sideshow or something i don't even want to use the word unique because i think that puts a little bit too positive of a spin on it but there's a sideshow aspect that she is different and not necessarily in a good way. She's you, not sexy. Right. And if you go back in time, remember one, when Amazing Kong or Karma, that's I think they called it. That's her, what I was going to bring up at when, some point. When they, when she had that, that cup of coffee with the WWE, she was there a very short time. If I'm remembering correctly, the entire angle between her and the Bellas was that she was big. Mm-hmm. Correct? And they would taunt her. Correct. Then there was a second case where, remember when Mickey James put on weight? Piggy James. And Piggy James. So they're not even being subtle about it. So I think anybody who's the least bit surprised by Nia Jax's post, I just think it's because they've built this, this false pretense of this diva's revolution where people hug and they're best friends and this and that, and, and all these women are bonded together to make the women's division grow, when in fact there's still that double standard. In wrestling. But it's not just that. When you say that, you know, you know, it's a sisterhood. When you think about it, in a way they're competing against each other because they Absolutely. all want that top spot. That I, is a well, job. I've never and they come don't on want to said cut. that it was a sisterhood. I'm not Well, we're 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 reading between the, the, the lines no, on this. I'm never saying that they're all in it for I'm not saying they're all in it for their in for each other. I think it's the double standard is a to a certain degree might be more from a fan's perspective than anything else. Um, at the end of the day, this is still a sports and entertainment business. Everybody has a niche to fill. It's why if all of a sudden, if, uh, if she dropped a hundred pounds and suddenly her body type changed, I don't think she gets booked. She was brought in for a certain reason. If Kong was not booked during that terrible divas era and she was brought in now, she would run house. She'd be one of their top draws. But I think you're forgetting the point is that she's okay with who she is. Nia Jax is okay with who she is. She is healthy. She is comfortable. She is confident. And it's other people who have the problem. I agree to a certain extent. I think the the problem is, is this is a woman that's gone through a hell and high water before she got to WWE. I think getting to WWE should have, at least in her own mind and career, justified everything that she's been through. And now she's allowing the same white noise that's always been there. Uh, to start to deter her when, if anything, it was that said noise that she sh- shut down when she got signed. But don't you think it's important that she says it so other girls who aren't skinny, who aren't tiny, they can say, I can be like her, I can be a wrestler, and I can do something. I don't have to be petite. I don't have to be a size zero or a size two with big, huge boobs. I, I can be me, and I can be a good wrestler. And I can be okay <sighs> I- with that. I don't mind being like a role model, right? And I, like I'm trying not to to come off as a complete asshole. I don't mind being a role model. The the same time is this is this is also a business that and has spe- specific needs, and the problem is they all can't be the same. And I agree with you on that. And I, that's why, like somebody like James Elmsworth got, got his fired. Yeah, got let go. He got at least he had a year. You know what I mean. That's true. And and he had merch and he had an action figure and he fit a role that expired and so be it. Um, but what I'm saying is it, it's got to be pretty hard when you're filling that role. You're doing your job and then people are body shaming you. And it's like think think about you know an actor because in a, in a way that's what we're talking about. If there's a certain role that you're going for and you don't get the job because you don't fit the role, then you don't fit the role. But you get that job, you land that role. And, you know, look at somebody like Chris Farley and the character he portrayed. And he's a bigger guy and he used that to his advantage like some wrestlers do. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy kills it. Yeah. And she doesn't get fat shamed. Right. But, again, I think what Monique is is dialing in and what we're all kind of talking about is 
But there is a double standard in wrestling that even if that's your role, if that's your persona, there's still an element of you're still not that ideal mm -hmm. in the wrestling world. And you know what? We want to know what you all think. You can find us on ForThePops.com. You can find us at ForThePops on Facebook and on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the Nia Jax situation, what she posted, your thoughts. Have you experienced it? Let us know what you think at For the Pops online. But now it is time for us to switch gears. I see the the sweat is starting to to tingle on Scotty's brow because he knows that's it's time. Just the, it's just the beer. That's it is time <laughs> for the For the Pops pop quiz. Oh, All right, God. here we go. The music's oh, back. We're, oh, we're changing the we're rules. We're changing the rules this week because I, I think there was some cheating going on. So now we're going to do Damn this right match there game was cheating. Style. So I'm handing everybody index cards and some Sharpies. Oh, man. What I want you all to do this time is hide from each other so they can't see. Write down your answers, then we'll kind of reveal the answers at the same time. Got it? Got it. So that way, so make sure nobody's cheating. And nobody's cheating. You know, we can discuss. Uh, we'll discuss. So, as always, question number one is from my 14-year-old daughter, Nikki. Scotty, put down I your phone. I was turning off put the timer. Put down your phone. Look, I'm trying to run, uh, make sure we hit our times. So, as always, the first one is what is a uh, is a is a current term or phrase that I got from my 14-year-old daughter Nikki. This week, the phrase is skirt. Skirt? S K U R T. Huh. Wait, what? S K U R T. <laughs> the term is skirt. So write down it is easy. what do you think the word skirt means? Isn't this fun, Tony? Aren't you glad you came on board with uh, with For the Pops? I'm so glad I did. Skirt. Skirt. Is that wait, is that like a hint? There... No, we're, 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 no hints. It's not like skeet. Have, right? have you written Have you written your answers down I, yet? I'm writing as we speak, actually. All right. When you're done, just put it in your. It's like match game. The thing when I see the light. What do they win? Nothing. At Pride. What do you mean nothing? We win a <laughs> For the Pops quiz uh, title belt. Well, actually, if you look, if you go online on ForThePops.com, we have a new a page on the website that lists uh, the rankings and the standings no! of the four the pops. <laughs> All right, no. so we'll we'll start with our with our guest, Monique. What did you write down the uh, the the definition of skirt? This was the one type of question I was worried about. I have no idea. I'm gonna go with a dame or a lady. A dame or a lady, Scotty Slade. What did you write down? I'm gonna I'm gonna say getting away with something bad. So we have a dame or lady and getting with something bad. Everybody's incorrect on question number one. Yay! Uh, skirt means to go away or leave. I was close. If I was going to use it in a sentence, I, I might say something like, point. "You know what? You know what, Tony? We thought the we thought the party was going to be lit, but when we got there, it was so basic. My squad and I decided to skirt the whole scene." I would just like to totally. scribble out the last three words of my answer and just say, "Get away." I'm sorry. Which means no that is the correct answer, right? No. Now, Scott, did you hear how many different terms I used in my one in my one example? Quite a bit. Lit, basic, squad, <laughs> skirt, and yet you missed all of them. So the score currently is zero to zero. As we go to our second question in our For the Pops pop quiz. Man. All right. Just this past week, also in Las Vegas, the same time I was there with my personal security, New Miss Universe, Demi Lee Nell Peters. She was crowned Miss Universe in Las Vegas this past week. What country is Demi Lee Nell Peters from? Scotty's scribbling do, down his answer. Do, do you see that? That's the right answer. You uh -oh. don't even have to. Uh... I think Scotty Slate has learned he has to study up. No, actually, th this one, an employee. This was like water cooler talk. See? I'm getting now, a hip with the you young work, kids. I have to ask you, Slade, do you work? One advantage I always have in these games is my entire life I've been around women. Uh, my family owned a lingerie company. It was 95% female. I have a wife and a daughter. My mother has two sisters. So these things come natural. How, do you work with a lot of women in general? Yeah, I would say we've got upwards of 45, 50 just employees, not even counting doctors. Mm -hmm. And I've, there's maybe three male employees. Really? Yeah. And yet you're still this bad at our For the Pop, oh, pop Quizzes. Well, the problem is, is like, I'm technically their boss, so they won't be going like, I can't wait for 5 o'clock to hit and skirt my way out of here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they don't talk to you. They just talk about you. <laughs> yes. All right. We started with uh, Monique last time. This time we'll go to Scotty. Scotty, what did you write down? I'm going to say she's from South America. She is from South America. 
this was not in TMZ. So I, I'm going to say USA, hashtag make America great again. Nice. So we have a South America and a USA. Again, no points have been scored. <laughs> what do you mean? Scotty, you were so close. What? She's from South Africa. <laughs> oh, no! no. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I wish oh, you no. all could have seen how confident he was. Oh, he was showing our geez. new sound engineer, holding up that card to tell him. Ah, jeez. Oh my Son of a goodness bitch. Gracious. I'm so angry right now. Yep. Um, she is from the South African coastal community of Sedgefield in the uh, Western Cape province. <sighs> and one thing I did learn, I, I didn't know this, that Miss, Amer Miss Universe, do you know that she gets a year-long salary and a luxury apartment in New York City for the duration of her reign? What's the, as well as more prizes. Did it say what the year's salary was? Uh, it did not. It did not. That I'd be interested well, yeah. It's better yeah. than being in South Africa. That is so. that is true. Or South America. Son if you're Scotty Slade. Bitch. All right. So oh, man. Especially Venezuela. Oh, that was my way to get the lead. Here we are in the scintillating oh. edition of the For the Pops pop quiz where our score is zero to zero. I'm so mad. Question number three. I get excited. 25% of people admit to accidentally doing this while holiday shopping. What is this? 25 people admit to accidentally, accidentally doing this. Monique, the answer is not dropping their apron while baking cookies. Just so you know, this is holiday shopping. Accidentally. accidentally. Oh, so that would not happen in Williams-Sonoma. <laughs> I get more and more insight into your personal life the longer this show goes on. Alex Arian, if you weren't my hero before, you sure in hell are oh, now. Man. All right, do we have our answers? Yeah. Scotty Slade? I'm still upset about South Africa. I know you are. You were so confident. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I've never been so happy to see you fail as I was at that moment. Um, am I first? And, and I was at Cold Fury 14. <laughs> so uh, we're back to Monique. Monique, what did you write down? I'm going to go with something that um, a friend of ours, Sean Gorman, did once at a Target when we were shopping. He accidentally shoplifted. <laughs> Sean Gorman accidentally shoplifted. Um. Scotty? So you can see that my answer is not the same, but can I can I change my answer? Sure. What is your answer? They forgot where they parked. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a point to Scotty Slade. The answer is getting into the wrong car in the parking lot. So based right. on the way this is going, and we're gonna need a winner. I'm gonna give Scotty Slade one All point. All right, Monique. What you're gonna find is our scoring <laughs> system here is completely arbitrary. Um, I make up rules as we go along. It's okay. Just remember who owns the guns. Uh, my wife. She's a cop. Oh, this is... And, and can I just add, <laughs> oh I've noticed you guys have not given any real shout-outs to the lovely ladies in your lives, to Cheryl. Uh, excuse me, Monique, thanks to you, I forgot my wife's name earlier in the show, so I don't think any shout-outs are going I, out. I, I think I think you got to make sure that you thank them, because they are amazing women. We will, we will make sure that before the end of this episode, after this quiz, Jamie and I will both take a good 15 seconds. Yeah. Really? Sure. I think in 2018, maybe we should just do a show where our wives are our guests. Oh, God, that'd be That was Alex's first question. What? Why are they asking you? Why aren't they asking their wives? Because our wives don't want to be a part of this. Because <laughs> they know All better. Right, so our score is uh, Scotty Slade with a half point. Scotty Slade, 0. 0.5 to yeah, yeah, 0 yeah, now. Yeah. Now, as I'm sure you all know, one of these questions was coming. We have news of another royal wedding. Oh, no, I just read about this. Actress Meghan Markle. Monique just scribbled out her answer because no. she thought I was going to ask what <laughs> no. was her name. That would be much too easy on the For the Pops pop quiz. Yeah, see? What cable show is Megan best known for here in the U.S.? Those of you who don't know, uh, <laughs> Megan is a is a biracial divorced actress from the U.S. I literally read marrying this one of the royals. And I'm like, he's not going to ask a royalty question two times. I don't need to worry about this. So we're asking, what cable show is Megan best known for here in the U.S.? Now, Monique, I was, well, he's writing down his answer. I was actually reading, I guess, um, she did an interview. They did a post-engagement interview. Mm -hmm. And she was wearing like a white raincoat. Literally already sold out around the world. Oh, I'm It sure. sold out in, in minutes. Did you see the video where they were off mic Kind of, and they were yes. showing the cute couple right. and they're being so adorbs. Now, ironically, this goes right into your wheelhouse, Monique. I believe he proposed when they were just home cooking a meal. Actually, I will tell you how Mr. Alex Arion proposed to me. He took me up to the White Mountains 
and we were watching, we were laying in bed watching a documentary on Lemmy from Motorhead. And he got up and he walked over and got me out of bed and starts telling me how much he loves me. And he gets to it and says, so you have to marry me. And I'm looking at him and I say, are you asking me or just telling me? I, I really did not know if he was proposing. Okay. And so, no, he's like, I'm asking you. And he pulled out the ring. Uh. And obviously, I said yes. So you guys were in bed. Yes. Where did he pull the ring out of? He got up and went to our ba- to the bags off oh, okay. to the side. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. I mean, he is Greek. They were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scotty Slade. What uh, cable show uh, is Meghan Markle best known for? I don't Here know. So I wrote Gilmore Girls because it's what's on, and then <laughs> when I get dressed girls. in the morning. Uh, Monique, <laughs> there what did you say? Are actually two shows, I think. Okay. Originally, Deal or No Deal. Yeah. And then Glee. You know what? Uh, I'm going to give Monique a full point on this one. A full? Because uh, she actually plays Rachel Zane on the TV show Suits on the USA uh. Network, which ironically is often advertised during Monday Night Raw, so I thought you would have known that one, but Scotty Slate. Ha- but okay. I actually wrote down on my sheet, and Tony can be my witness. For a bonus point, I was going to ask, on what game show was she once a model? Fine. I'll and the answer right. is right, deal or no deal. So that's one point for Monique. Son of a so, so as we head down to the final question. I didn't get excited about South Africa. Question five. And wrote South America. Monique is ahead. One point to half a point. I'd be up a half a point. You would be. You'd be, uh, you'd be in the lead. Question number five. What legendary musician just announced that they would be extending their current Broadway run through June of 2018? There's a legendary musician who's been performing on Broadway. Uh... Originally, they were performing through November 26th. They extended to February, and now they're extending all the way through June. Uh, they, huh? They. So no, it's, it's like not a person. Gender neutral. Wait, what? Gender could, fluid, I think. It could be gender fluid. It could be gender neutral. It could be a group. It could be a person. It could be a number of things. You can keep staring at me. Scotty Slade is <laughs> d- gazing deep into my eyes. It's like he wants to go in the kitchen and bake cookies with me. Oh, That's how he's man. gazing at me right now. He wants that apron. But we're not going to give away the answer. Can you repeat the question? What please? legendary musician just announced today, as a matter of fact, that they would be extending their current Broadway run through June of 2018? Scotty Slade is praying to the heavens. He looks like I, Shawn Michaels. Sh- sh- he looks like Shawn Michaels <laughs> on his knees, staring at the heavens, asking I, the good Lord for an answer. If, I, I'm hoping, to the I'm little baby hoping Jesus I'm during wrong because I can't think of his name, and I'm just hoping I'm off. Because That's if, good, because when I say what legendary musician, obviously the one whose name you can't remember is going to be the answer. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Goodness gracious. Monique, do you have an answer yet? I have nothing. We have a, Just name a legendary musician. If I tell you the song, can you tell me who sings it? And then I can use sure. that. Uh, who sings Piano Man? Billy Joel. Yeah, I'm going with Billy Joel. Okay, Billy Joel. That's what I was trying. with the other great. Okay, so Monique is, Monique is going with the other great. Oh, him. The other great. Oh, so Monique, who did you write down? Elton John. Elton John. And your answer was? Billy Joel. In what world did you think if you asked me a question like that, I would give you one if I knew it wasn't the right answer? If I knew it was the right answer. Because then you wouldn't tell me, and then I'd have to think about it. It was not Billy Joel. It was not Elton John. It's Bruce Springsteen, everybody. No! The boss. No! The, I'm like, Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, there's no way he plays. The boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, no! yeah, he's He performed through this so past weekend. Mad. He extended through February 3rd, and now he's extended Bruce Springsteen all the way comes to mind. I'm like, now he plays like Fenway Park. I'm like, no, like Billy Joel. I love, yeah, I love, when, your, I love when your accent comes out. Oh, when no! Talks about Fenway Park, and when he talks about his grandmother. Buying him keno tickets in Rhode Island. Is there so, a bonus question on that? Once again, there is no bonus question because like, we what's have What's a, a song that Bruce Springsteen sings? <laughs> no, we have a clear cut winner. Monique, oh, congratulations. Geez. Not only have you been a special guest tonight, you are the winner of this week's. I'm so mad. I should have won this one. Pop quiz. All thanks to Scotty Slade not knowing the difference <laughs> between South Africa and South America. So, again, I want to thank my co host as Wait always. Wait a second. What's the matter? You got to take 15 seconds. And talk about how you appreciate your wife. My wife, Cheryl? Yes. Okay. Of course I appreciate my wife, Cheryl. My wife, Cheryl, has made so many things in my life possible. Not only our amazing daughter, Nikki, but she supported all my crazy ideas. Over the last 15 years of marriage, we've actually been together for 20, but we've been married for 15. 
So she supported all my crazy ideas like lingerie companies, pro wrestling companies, and of course my latest crazy idea, the For the Pops podcast with Scotty Slade and our special guest, Monique. Perfect. And you took up my time, so we'll check me out next time. <laughs> so for Jamie Jamikowski, I'm Scotty Slade. Monique as well. Thank you for listening for For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. <laughs>